Well, good afternoon and welcome. I'm Ellen Gilligan. I'm president and CEO of the Greater Milwaukee Foundation. And what a beautiful, warm day to be up here with this spectacular view of our community. The Greater Milwaukee Foundation is here today to announce on the table a unique opportunity to have a seat at the table to shape our region's future. Building on our important convening role, it's a big idea based on a very simple concept. Your voice matters. Everyone has a voice in the future of our region. Now more than ever, we want to build on our common interests and aspirations. One day, October 17th, hundreds of events throughout the region. We at the Greater Milwaukee Foundation invite everyone to have their voices heard, to have a seat at the table, to meet new people, to share what you love about our community, to envision our future. And now I'd like to introduce Marcus White, my colleague, to share some more details about On the Table. Thank you, Ellen. Uh, good afternoon, I'm Marcus White, Vice President of Civic Engagement for the Greater Milwaukee Foundation. I'd first like to thank Ellen, uh, not just for the introduction, but for championing this idea. Ellen had the vision of creating a way that a community foundation like ours could encourage conversation throughout the region and create an opportunity for people to get to know one another, learn from each other, and act together. And that's what On the Table is. Our region, I think we all know that our region has what it takes to be a vibrant, globally competitive 21st century region. And doing that means that we need to build upon our strengths. And at the center of every success is relationships. And that's what is at the heart of On the Table. At the heart of every successful effort is relationships. And relationships begin with a conversation. The foundation is launching On the Table as a unique approach to building relationships, generating ideas, and igniting action, all for the benefit of our community. On the Table is not the solution to our community's challenge, but we believe that it can be the spark that leads to solutions. So I want to say just a little bit about how On the Table is going to work. On the Table will take place throughout the day, any time of day, on Tuesday, October 17th. As Ellen mentioned, On the Table involves small groups of people, many small groups of people, gathering to share a meal and discuss how to strengthen our region. Each small table gathering of eight to 12 people is organized by a host who sets the time and the place and invites her or his guests. The details are entirely up to the host. The foundation supports hosts by providing a toolkit of ideas conversation starters, follow-up materials, and more so that each table can be productive and engaged. Groups can break bread anywhere, homes, restaurants, coffee shops, libraries, congregations, places of business, community centers, parks. It can be indoors, it can be outdoors. Everyone is welcome to participate and there is no limit to the number of tables. A host can invite family, friends, co-workers, neighbors, acquaintances through congregations, schools, associations, or activities, 
and we strongly encourage hosts to be creative in creating diverse groups, to perhaps co-host tables so that they can assemble a diverse group that they might not otherwise be able to invite. Participants will be able to learn from one another's experience. Each can share how they are already making a difference in the community and begin to explore how they might work together to address the issues that matter most to all of us. Participants will be encouraged to document their conversations, to document the topics and ideas that come up, and to share those with us and through social media throughout the day and afterwards. By working together in the context of trusting relationships, our community will be advancing ideas and reaching towards goals that have come from within that belong to all of us. On the Table provides this opportunity this opportunity for conversation, learning, and action. The rest is up to you. Right now, we're going to invite a couple of our friends to say a few words uh, about On the Table and why they are part of it. First, I'd like to introduce Griselda Aldrete, the President and CEO of Hispanic Professionals of Greater Milwaukee. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, thank you, Ellen Marcus and the Greater Milwaukee Foundation for not only inviting um, HPGM to the table, but really all of us to have what I consider crucial conversations to really begin to change the landscape of this city. All you have to do is look at downtown's landscape and you've seen the transformation that the city has had over the last five years and will continue to have over the next two to three years. And I think that uh, when we talk about what we want to accomplish and how are we gonna make ourselves a viable global um, community that people will want to work, uh, live and play. We need to continue to engage in those crucial conversations that are difficult, that sometimes involve um, difficult conversations, difficult topics. Um, it's no secret, Milwaukee does struggle with certain issues, uh, but it's important to build that trust not only amongst ourselves, but to spread that message to a wider range of community of decision makers, leaders, and community, um, community leaders and community people that are doing the work day in and day out to transform the lives of many that make up this community. So I applaud the Greater Milwaukee Foundation for putting um, efforts um, and, you know, and funds efforts and really engaging all of us to come together and begin these crucial conversations. Um, and HPGM will be active. Um, we want to make sure we are engaging our membership and engaging a broader group of people to engage in what we call those meaningful conversations that I know will create sustainable change for all of us. Thank you. Thank you, Griselda. And uh, next is Cecilia Gore, the Executive Director of the Brewers Community Foundation. Good afternoon. It's a glorious day out here. That breeze feels wonderful. Um, I'd like to first start by congratulating the Greater Milwaukee Foundation, Ellen, Marcus, and the team in making sure that this organization is pushing the envelope in our community. We have some critical issues that need to be addressed. And I think that, as was said earlier, those trusted relationships and conversations will make a difference. I am the executive director of Brewers Community Foundation, and our mission states that we harness the pride, passion, and commitment of our fans, players, and other supporters to improve the quality of life in our community. And I think that on the table will harness the pride, the passion, and the commitment of our community and that it will make a difference and it will be a starter for 
engaging in relationships that will prove to be meaningful and impactful. So we're excited to be a part of this. We're excited about the outcomes, and I congratulate you again on launching this initiative. Thank you. Thank you, Cecilia. Um, at this point, I'll um, invite everyone to take your seats. Uh, what we're going to do now is give you a sneak peek of what an on-the-table conversation might look like. So for just a few minutes, we're going to uh, entertain a couple of the questions that are right out of the host toolkit that we will be providing to on-the-table hosts. So there are several questions that are um, in the host toolkit. The first asks um, participants uh, to share something they love about where they live. Uh, there's another question in there that says, if you had all the resources, all the people and other resources you need to do something, what would you do for this community? So those are the two questions that we want to entertain today. And I'm looking for a volunteer to go first. Joanne Anton. Thanks, Marcus, and thank you, Greater Milwaukee Foundation. I volunteered because I'm from this community right here where we're situated in Walker's Point, and I love this area. Um, and I would even borrow from what I love about the community to answer the second question, which is um, do more to support our creatives, our placemaking, things that just bring community together, whether it's outdoor seating or outdoor cafes and restaurants or um, being really creative about our spaces and intentional about our spaces. Um, I think that helps voices matter and I think that helps bring people together. And yay, Walker's Point. Hi, um, I think that what I love about this area, having uh, lived here for most of my life, is the diversity. We do have um, enormous segregation, yet as a city and a metropolitan area, we are extremely diverse. Uh, I think that um, there's a lot of richness in that diversity. The fact w that we have all of these uh, ethnic festivals at the lakefront, this is something unique, I think. Um, and um, if I had an opportunity to try and take that diversity and um, build on it uh, to help our community, I think that what I would like to see happen is to find large-scale opportunities to have individuals from different parts of the community going into other parts of the community um, in a very uh, um, uh, substantial way so that they can basically get to know others and um, uh, feel comfortable so that that diversity is something that um, we, can, we can really build on. Thank you, Janan. We'll piggyback off that. Uh, this being the 50th anniversary of the uh, open housing marching that the NAACP uh, partnered with, and your comments about diversity, uh, it's a good segue. Um, but what I love about Milwaukee is that this is my hometown, uh, and my six grandchildren reside here, and that is the joy of my life. Uh, if I had all the resources and all the uh, tools at my disposal, how would I improve Milwaukee? Is I would bring back our middle class in the African American community. Uh, this is a point in time that I remember of, of sitting down in, in, in uh, festive, uh, festive occasions as this breaking bread 
with multiple families and just having that stability of a father and a mother in a home and uh, the beautiful memories of summertime having barbecues in the park. Thank you, that is a nice memory. Um, I too am a lifelong resident of Milwaukee, Wisconsin and I do love this community. I think there's some wonderful people that have all of the best intentions and I would love to see us come together and get to know each other and remove barriers so that we can be a better community and really maximize our potential. If I had all of the resources in the world, we would all be highly educated. All the children would have opportunities to be exposed to wonderful things. We'd have businesses that were thriving and we would just be a machine of awesomeness. <laughs> and that's if I had all the resources. Yeah, I think I turned this one off. Um, so, uh, by the way, I need to jot down machine of awesomeness. Yes. That's going to be like our new tagline. I want to put Don on the spot. Don's a recent um, Marquette University graduate school graduate, and you're choosing Milwaukee. And so I, I want to ask you, uh, so what is it that you love about Milwaukee that is um, drawing you to stay here? So I think one of the things I've really noticed about Milwaukee, I've lived in Chicago, Omaha, Sheboygan for a while. Um, Milwaukee has its own unique way of going about things and I think that it's really interesting that as a very young professional now, I can still get involved and jump into things like this and Milwaukee is really not that big of a city where there aren't opportunities for young people to get into it and start doing things that are different. So look out everyone. <laughs> I'm Mary McCormick, and um, I thank the Greater Milwaukee Foundation for inviting me to participate today in the launch of this um, wonderful effort. Um, I am not a native Milwaukeean, but I grew up on the East Coast, but I absolutely am so glad that I've made Milwaukee my home. I love what the community has to offer in terms of the lakefront, the rivers, the arts community and the richness of really the people that live here. And I think that um, why that's important too is I really want to pig piggyback on what Don said is that it's not, it's a, the size of a community where you, every person can make a difference. And I think that's really what we're talking about today is that everyone has a voice and everyone can really decide how they want to make Milwaukee better and play a part in that. And I hope that this is really the beginning of that. And if I had all of the money I would build a region-wide transportation system. I would just take that conversation off the table. I would uh, <laughs> have stop arguing about it. And I would put into a, a, create a transportation system that really connected our communities in a very meaningful way. So I'm going to add to this conversation just because I am not a native Milwaukeean, as uh, many of you know, but I have grown in a relatively short time to really love this community. And I am so pleased and proud to call this my home. And the thing that I love, the things, there are many things that I love about Milwaukee, uh, some of which have been named already, the lake, the wonderful natural resources, but most of all, I love the people. 
the people and their passion about this community is something that is um, unique and that is a wonderful asset on which to build. And I think it provides a this is the platform on which we're going to have on the uh, and if I had all the resources in the world, I would make sure that everyone had the opportunity to have the most fulfilling life that they can have. Um. So I, the thought that's in my mind right now is that I, I can't help but mention that in our community there is some real suffering. Um, there are many individuals that are having challenges. They're not having the wonderful experience of this nice lake breeze and this sunny, warm day. And so I hope that with these conversations, we don't lose sight of people that have the greatest need and try to figure out how, as a community, if we decide to make a difference for everyone, it can be done but we can't leave out the voices of those that are suffering. And so it's fun to enjoy all of the wonderful things that this community has to offer, but we really need to make sure that we don't forget that there's some real suffering and we need to figure out how to address that as well. I'll be quick because I know we're on a time crunch. But um, so I was born in Milwaukee, but I actually uh, was raised in Mexico. So I've been in and out of Milwaukee, having lived in Omaha, having lived in Europe and Mexico. And I remember graduating from Marquette and saying, if you would ask me if I would be here past my 30s, I would say no. But as I came back from grad school and I was fortunate enough to meet great mentors, great friends, um, that engagement of getting involved in our community really is what set the pace for me to actually make Milwaukee my home. So to piggyback off what Cecilia was saying, I think that you know, it's, it's sort of like we're blessed and fortunate to be amongst ourselves and to be invited to be at the table, but we can't forget that we need to invite others that may not be quote unquote decision makers or what people perceive as leaders, because leadership is not a title and it's not how much you make, it's really how much you're willing to invest in the community. And I think if, if this initiative is really going to take off and really transform the community, we have to be held accountable ourselves that if we are given the opportunity to hold a mic like we are today, that we continue to spread that message for that long-term sustainability that I think we all want to see uh, to convert the community and not be having this conversation 10, 20 years from now. And then I have a question for you. Okay. Um, I just wanted to add one other thing. As um, a product of uh, Milwaukee Public Schools and also UW-Milwaukee, um, my experience in Milwaukee Public Schools was phenomenal, and I felt that that really laid the basis for the leadership um, and the work that I'm doing. Um, we had phenomenal opportunities in art, in orchestra, in band, um, in theater, in, in writing, um, and I feel, I feel that that's something that has been lost, and I think that that's part of the problem that we really need to take a look at. I think that if we can provide the opportunities for the students that are currently in the public schools, those same opportunities that those of us that came out of the Milwaukee public schools had, I think that we can go a long way as well as um, to, to making a big change in our city. Thank you, Janan. So I'm going to put Janan on the spot a little bit. I'm going to pretend as if we are at a dinner. And Janan and I have known each other for at least 20 years. 
but I'll pretend we just met. But I'm at, only 23. Well, exactly. <laughs> I used to babysit Janaean. You had said earlier that you, that you hoped people could get involved, I think uh, uh, authentically involved is, is what I heard you saying. So mm -hmm. if you and I had just met at this dinner, um, I might say to you, what, what would you ask of me then if, um, if you were hoping that all of us could get more deeply involved uh, with each other's neighborhoods, communities, interests? Um, and, and I might turn to you and say, what would you ask of me then? How do I, how do I start that? Well, I think everyone has their sphere of influence. Everyone has the, the, the groups and the organizations and the people that um, they interact with. I think finding opportunities where, where we can come together, where I can kind of be a part of your sphere of influence and you can be a part of my sphere of influence, where we can kind of start to have uh, um, those conversations. Um, <clears throat> as an individual that is often out speaking to groups that um, that don't know much about about the Muslim faith. Um, what I'm hoping to do, and what I hope also that we can kind of do within this group itself, is that um, we help each other become ambassadors for each other, uh, which means that this is going to cross gender, ethnicity, religion, uh, um, race, uh, and we really begin to understand each other. So when we go back into amongst the people that we know, we can say, you know, that's not correct. This is what I know about this particular group or this particular community. And this is how we can work together. Great, thank you. We just have a couple minutes, so let me ask Joanne. I was just gonna add that um, the beautiful thing about this is Milwaukee is two or three degrees of separation, not more. And um, Cecilia, you said there are so many people hurting and obviously we all agree and we know, but I wanna challenge all of us to also recognize that there are infinitely more people who care and infinitely more people who want to do something and equally don't know exactly what. So they turn on their TVs or they go to work every single day and they form opinions or they form thoughts that just feel a little bit lost or like maybe there isn't hope. And something like this, I think putting it on the table and bringing people together to have these conversations will just, I think, make people feel that much more hopeful, that much more connected. And it's so simple. That's the beauty of it. And I think that's also the beauty of Milwaukee. We are simple, we're real, and we are connected. So. Thank you. A last thought from anyone? Joanne's was a good one. Thank you. That, that is our hope, that a simple idea like sharing a meal and starting a conversation. We believe it's something that people are hungry for, pun slightly intended. And um, we know that people want to be in conversation. They want to better understand their own communities and meet new people and share ideas. And our hope is that people will embrace on the table and uh, take it, invite friends, invite someone to invite their friends uh, and create a new table where we can share ideas and begin to act together in the interest of all of our communities.